Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called Frog King Fragments. It was written by uh, Stefan Schuda, and it's translated into English by Pascal Breitenfeld, who is also our game master. This is episode eight. Our recap will be given by Steve Anderson as his character, Walter von Ehrenberg. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Steve? Thanks, Tom. Um, from the journal of Walter von Ehrenberg, 18 May, 1926. It has been a fascinating day. It began with us meeting with Professor Lehman, a former school teacher in the village. He told us a great many things related to the dreams that we have been having. As I suspected, he told us these dreams are shared by not just our group, but by everyone, a true shared unconsciousness. When I write the paper of this, my hobby of psychology will become a career, perhaps with a post at a university, and my concerns for my future will disappear. It is vital that I capture all my thoughts and all that has happened here in my commonplace book. According to Lehman, there are some members of this village that are powerful members of the Council of Ilarnak. There they are known as Frisa and Elisa. They control the social scene in Ilarnak. Lehman doesn't know who they are in the village, but he suspects they are members of the Rifle Club. They must be of an extraordinary mental power to bend the land of dreams or collective unconsciousness to their own desires. I've had little success at to, as to that on my visits, although my limp is gone, reflecting the greater health of my mind than my body. Lehman told us the members of the Rifle Club have a regular contest and the winner is crowned king or more accurately given the chain of office. The chain is made of gold coins hearkening back to the story of the money changer. Could that chain have special powers both here and in the land of dreams? Lehman also told us that some of the younger members of the community, ones that do not have the skills to visit the dreamlands, have nonetheless been traveling there. He doesn't know how they've gotten there, but he knows they couldn't have done it on their own. He was astounded when we told him we had seen the Sandman here, not in the dreaming. The Sandman is a creature of the dreams, he said. How can he leave them, leave the, the dreamlands? Is he suggesting that our minds can manifest a being? I shall have to ask him another time. These things Lehman told us confirm our suspicions that the connection between this town and the dreamlands is becoming stronger. As we get closer to the 58 year cycle we've identified, strange things are happening. A week ago, I would have dismissed this, but now, after all that has happened, I believe Lehman is correct. The barrier has thinned. Lehman gave us some names of other people we could trust, including Dr. Schmidtke, a member of the Hearts Club, not the Rifle Club, Anna, a woman many in the village simply call the Cat Lady, and Mina, an old woman that lives in a hut in the community gardens. I think Daniel shares my fascination with the larger story that is happening here, but Carl is very focused on finding the missing professor. As our host had nothing to share about him, Carl led us to town. Following up on the dreams, Daniel and I went to find Mina. There was no answer at the door to her hovel. 
Peering through the windows, we saw drying mushrooms. Perhaps those could explain the ability of the mentally immature to travel beyond their natural abilities. Sadly, the doors and windows were locked or barred, and before we could find a way in, we were interrupted by a busybody, a rabbit breeder who was also the chairman of the garden committee. He seemed to be a rather dull man and unlikely to be one of the dreamers we seek, but he did mention he was a member of the rifle club. Perhaps the ability to manifest in the land of dreams is not readily apparent. Herr Prinz went to the record hall to look for more information about the rightful club, the disturbances we found through the history of this village, etc. But he was stymied by typical German bureaucracy. Continuing his dogged search for Professor Erling, Carl visited Anna. Hans went along with him. What they saw there shook them both. Her home was locked, and through the windows, they could see her body kneeling on the floor, head in the oven. In hopes of saving her, they broke in, only to find much tragedy. She was dead, as were all her cats, due to gas poisoning. Yet more horrifying, they found the bodies of two children in the kitchen. After their death, she, so the local constable claims, killed herself and her cats, the constable, seemingly unable to accept that Carl and Hans had just stumbled upon the horrific scene, told them they should no, not leave the village until the investigation is done. While all this was happening, Daniel and I, having met Herr Prinz, were uh, having afternoon coffee while waiting for the others for lunch. There we overheard a story of a farmer named Roper who had his young goats killed. Daniel recalled the story of the seven young goats that has eerie parallels to the event. At lunch, we decided to pay a visit to the farmer. There, using after lunch, there using a clever ruse by Herr Prunes, we were able to learn more from the farmer. He claims he saw and heard a wolf, but we found no sign of a wolf, nor did the injuries on the goats seem like those of an animal, but rather of a knife or other cutting tool. As with the Grimm story, six young goats were killed and one lived by hiding, not in a clock case, but beneath a water trough. Perhaps these so-called fairy tales are part of the land of dreams, part of what Jung would call archetypes. I must remember to explore that in my paper. I'm exhausted just writing this, but our day had more in store. We returned to the village, seeking out more information in the newspaper archives. But at each step, we find that what we really need must be in the city records, records that we cannot gain access to. Daniel, taking matters into his own hands, begin to plan, begins to plan an illicit attempt to gain access. Carl and Hans, perhaps in hopes of finding some ease after their horrific morning, take a stroll in the woods. Sadly, <laughs> They did not find the peace they sought there, but more terror and, if not death, at least violence. While walking down the forest path, they heard two shotgun blasts quickly followed by a man yelling, Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see the wolf that ran this way? They hadn't, but when they followed him back up the trail, they did find a young woman wearing, as one would expect from the Red Riding story, a red scarf. She wasn't bringing a basket to her grandmother, though. She had been shot by the very same shotgun the young man was carrying. Hans ran for help while Carl carried the injured girl back to the village. 
the doctor is quite concerned for the girl's life. More bureaucracy interfered when a constable named Foberg accused Carl of pretending to be a member of the Berlin police and once more informed him not to leave the village again and to leave the investigation to the police. When Carl returned, he was livid. A constable might need to be careful if Carl gets him in an equal playing field. Thank you. So, as you just stated, uh, Carl and uh, came back uh, to the hotel. I think you all met uh, up there again, and he seemed to be a little bit in a bad mood. So, yeah, these uh, these locals—they don't know what they're messing with. It is like early evening now. Getting the strong feeling that there's a lot more people in on this than uh, than we think there are. Well, yeah, and that worries me because if we're right in our frankly bizarre conjecture that the way to interfere is to wake the princess in the city to the north, but these other people are more expert in the dreamland than we are. Where did, I mean, all, what do we have except for the Thousand League Boots? Um, you're having that conversation at the restaurant or? We're wherever we've come now, yeah, if I've joined them at the restaurant. Okay. It's a noisy place, so we're kind of off in a corner. It's we're not trying to be heard by everybody. Okay. At this point, I don't think there's any more answers that are easy to find anymore. So what are your plans? I only think there's like two other like maybe two, maybe three things left to do, I guess. One is we have to dream and we have to go yeah, I think that's a given that we're going to enter yeah. into the, the dream realm when we sleep tonight. Yeah, we have to. And we have to. Once we're there, game. we need to go to where was it? Uh, it wasn't a Larnac. It was something else. I, I know it was a tower to the north or something. Yalarnik. Yalarnik was. Yeah. Well, the council is holding her in their city north. I, I feel like time is not on our side. And I know, Daniel, you were looking for a way to get into the records. Yeah, I was looking around the building. Um, actually, Keeper, I spent like some time at least looking around the building of like entry points and exits just to get a sense of it. Um, the... Just the main entrance and like a back entrance. Yeah. Uh, you mean the city hall? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You would have uh, spotted back entrance. Uh, you think you, you, know, you could use? Um, so keep a word. Uh, we're in a busy restaurant with lots of people eating, drinking, and such. Yeah, we're not well, yeah. If you them. if you want to, then you uh, went to a different restaurant. The the hotel uh, restaurant is ra uh, rather quiet. 
I want to keep an eye out on the other customers. Is anybody kind of paying uh, unusual attention to our our conversation? Kind of you know eavesdropping, so on. Um, give me a spot hidden. Spot hidden. Spot hidden. Didn't have my dice ready. Uh, that's a failure. Hmm. No, you don't notice I'm, anyone. I'm pissed off, so I'm looking around too. <laughs> oh, Go oh five. Oh five. Is that like a question for you? Um, you did. You don't actually notice anybody who's uh, looking at you, but you uh, you see a man uh, at a table um, a little bit over to uh, to the side. Um, he seems to be from time to time to be looking over to you, and when you point him out to, I think Joseph. Uh, who else was there? Who was going uh, to look for Mina? I was just yeah. Walter. So, so the ones who uh, talked to that uh, rabbit breeder would yeah, rec that was, uh, that was recognize him. Walter and I. He's sitting so there, seemingly ha uh, having dinner. And uh, he's sitting here. Uh, with uh, with a uh, woman, maybe his wife. They seem to be. Uh, they don't seem to be talking a lot. Uh, that man's a member of the Rifles Club. Hmm. Married couple sitting there, not talking to each other. They're married. They've been married a while. <laughs> <laughs> Run out of stuff to say years ago. <laughs> I uh, I uh, nod to him. I try to get his eye and nod to him across the room. Um, he seems a little surprised and not, but nods back. I think uh, when we were in the garden. Daniel and I made a fairly good impression on this man. So if we wanted to learn more about the Rifle Club, um, we could probably invite him for drinks and uh, have a chat. Yeah, we can probably keep busy for some time. I would so say... Anyone... Is anyone concerned about that? Right. I think I think I trust your judgment, Walter. If you think you yeah. can, uh, yeah. if you'd like to, somebody else. I I, don't, I know that uh, Harold Lieberman was considering uh, looking, trying to look at the documents in the city hall, despite the fact that it's also the police precinct, yeah, which to a... me seems a rather formidable place to try to gain entry. I was more trying to consider the odds than attempt it yet. I trust Daniel. If he thinks he can do it, 
he can do it. Um, all right, gentlemen, I, I guess I, I will go over and talk to my newfound friend and uh, invite him for drinks. Joseph, so. Carl, do you do have you do are you into shooting at all? I wonder if there's anybody that could help chat him up. I don't know the first thing about hunts. The worst part is I don't recall his name. Um, I can help you out there. Thank I'm you. More of a source swordsman myself, Mister Lack. Let me see. I have quite a bit of skill with the rifle, actually. Um, mm. Growing up on uh, on uh, our estate in the country. Yeah, where is he? Used a shotgun more than the rifle, but there's a lot of uh, carryover. Uh, Carl Biela? Is that the yeah. rabbit breeder? Yeah. Carl Friedrich Biela. Either. Bila. Bila. Okay. Well, I'm going to butcher it no matter what. So yeah, I, I walk over and uh, 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 walk up to the table and say, pardon the interruption, um, but um, uh, I was enjoying our conversation today about gardening and rabbits and the rifle club. And I was hoping perhaps uh, you could stay after your dinner and have some drinks with me and my friends. Oh, uh, well, uh, sh uh, sure, y you wouldn't mind? Uh, uh, he's looking at, at his wife. Why would I? Oh, that's very kind of you, Frau. And uh, uh, so let's just finish dinner and, um, uh, well, of course, uh, if you... Uh, uh, if you're so kind to uh, to invite me, if, uh, I won't decline. I'll, I'll talk to our host here to see if we can have a private room. But if not, um, I have I have a nice room upstairs where we can sit and and share a drink. Yeah, sh sure, sure. Uh, but um, I think it's uh, it's uh, okay if we have a, uh, have a drink here. May I, I just join you at your table then? Sure, that's fine. Yeah. Enjoy the rest they, of your dinner. They finish uh, their dinner and after some time he comes over. You all staying or anyone going off? The, the woman uh, leaves the restaurant. Oh, Frau Bila goes home? Yeah, that was the I see. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious to stick around. I don't know how exactly to pump. What does uh what does the rabbit keeper look like? Well, he's uh basically a little bit of a boring, very cons uh, conservative uh, man, dress uh gray suit, the hair is uh. Uh, cut short, small glasses on. I think he'd have, I guess, rough hands because he gardens all the time. <laughs> mm, yeah, they're a little bit calloused. He probably wears rabbit skin gloves, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> the fur on the inside. <laughs> 
So, so yeah, he comes over. I introduce him around to everyone. I say, please, please sit. What, what can I get you to drink? Oh, uh, um, a glass of wine. I call the waiter over and order a bottle for the table. So, uh, what, what can I help you with? Uh, Were you interested to talk about? Oh, well, you know, we're just fascinated by your little village here. It's village life seems so appealing. Um, and uh, uh, we understand there's a, quite a festival coming up this weekend with the Rifle Club. And you mentioned you were a member of the Rifle Club. Yes, um, I'm, I've been a member for years now. What's that, usually, what's that ordeal? Because I, I thought you'd be quite busy in like... I guess for the festival coming up in a few days. Well, most of the the arrangements the, uh, are met uh, by a young uh, folks, but I'm not uh, not uh, so much into climbing up ladders uh, uh, <laughs> to uh, hang up decorations and stuff. Oh, younger okay. people can do that. <laughs> and every year there's a a, a new king of the. Festival crowned? Oh yeah, sure. The best rifleman. Do you? Who's the lucky? Who's the obvious winner this year? I'm sure someone <clears throat> wins a lot. Oh well, the our friend the, here clearly is the 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 most likely to win. Surely. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Does no. actually get to practice shooting rifles ever? I never. <clears throat> Who, who's the current king? Um, old Gruber is the the current king. He's um, he ru- uh, he runs uh, one of the bigger factories in town. Uh, canning. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's doing uh, tinnery. We have a couple I, of uh, uh, tin can uh, manufacturers here. I think we met his son on the train. A bit of a Bolshevik sort. Educated. Um, you did uh, meet one, but his name wasn't Ruber. Darn it. His name was uh, Yilman. Oh, so that was a different family? Uh, Sounds like. They probably have been around the area. Okay. So, um, uh, were you about to say you don't enter the contest yourself? Well, I, I entered the contest, but I'm not that uh, that skilled that I ho- can hope to uh, to win. I see. I see. It, what, what's would, what's there, the order of the festival? What do you do? Do people well, do other the, things besides shoot? Well, the festival uh, starts uh, on on Friday when. Uh, with the opening of the fair, then the uh, we have the parade uh, through town, and after uh, after that, the on Saturday we have the free shooting, and so that's where the the king is uh, is actually crowned. And and how long have you been practicing this uh, festival? Oh, it's been. A tradition for uh, for as long uh, as anyone can remember. Oh, I don't really know. Um, I think it goes back to like 14th, 13th century. Oh. Back then, obviously, not uh, 
in this way, but it was a fair um, uh, everything. So there's cooking and there's contests for food and yeah, pie exactly. making and streusel. Exactly. There's always uh, well a lot of merrymaking and it's a very fun festival. The the mayor is pretty proud uh, of it, and um, Mr. Yarkar, uh, our current chairman of the Rifle Society, as well. The, the York family, I think we saw some of their stones in the cemetery. They've been around for a very long time, yes? Well, yeah, I think so. And someone said something about the regalia that the king of the hunt received. Oh, the, sort of... the, the, the chain of the, of, of the office. Yeah, that's really something you must see if you're still around this weekend. Does, does it is Gruber, beautiful. Does Gruber wear that all the time, or does it just on the festival? Just it's just taken out on the festival. It's much okay. too uh, too valuable. York takes uh, care of uh, of it. I, I think he has it locked away in uh, in his house. So so there's no uh, female counterpart like a queen or a princess that's named as part of the festivals. Oh yeah, yeah, but the the queen is uh, is selected by the king. Oh, uh -huh. you, well, usually it's uh, his wife. It better be his wife. Heading, <laughs> 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 I, I was going to say that's also that sounds like a very uh, that sounds like a very interesting way to propose. Yeah. <laughs> this year, I'm choosing. Well, do that. That happened as well. <laughs> Yeah. If you uh, if you're interested in that, maybe you might want to talk to uh, to Mr. York. He's he can, it could tell you my, uh, much more about the history of the festival and everything. He's he's pretty knowledgeable uh, about that. I think. Actually, yeah, I was curious because I think I asked about this uh, like a few a day or two ago. But how did you get into the rifle club anyway? Did you just did you just join? Anybody well. Like any uh, every citizen of, uh, of Sehusen is uh, allowed to join. Does the uh, king enjoy any privileges throughout the year because he's king, like best parking spot or? Well, uh, basically, he's uh, presiding over certain uh, fest other festivities, and um, to be uh, to be quite honest, it's. Uh, a bit about um, well, having those festivities uh, set up uh, in the first place and paying for a lot of stuff. So nobody, no one in his right mind who hasn't got the money for it will actually try to become. Not like you can sell. It's not like you can sell uh, the gold. It's not. Is it in the chain like actual gold or something? Well, I I think it is. It is. It's not like you can sell that for like to pay for all of it. <laughs> oh, no. Yark won't uh, let the king take uh, the chain home. Uh, he he brings oh. it to, uh, to the occasions and. Oh, okay, so it's oh, so it's like a festival laurel. They put it on you, and then they like take it off immediately. On like a hand. That makes sense. That makes sense. So like uh, he, he gives it to you, and then immediately as you try to walk walk out of the chair, he takes it off of you and runs, leaves it. <laughs> yeah, 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 a bit, a bit his, like that. 
Has has Gruber been uh, the king multiple times? Oh yes, I think he uh, he has been uh, running twice in a row now. I'm not really sure. Yeah, he. I think he has been a couple of years ago. Does Harry Och himself compete, or is he happy to be the chairman? And no, he he competes, but uh, I don't know. He I don't think he has won the competition. Uh, are there second and third prizes, ribbons and stuff? No. So you have to be a very good shot, and you have to be able to provide the city with celebratory events. You have to be well off enough. Well, at least the uh, um, the rifle club. Yeah. Uh, private events for the members of the club, I see. Yeah. Um, it, you mentioned there were other contests. Does that include uh, like animals? Um, are you going to be showing your rabbits? Is that? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, Maybe I misunderstood. No, no we yeah. did. We have a um, a breeders uh, festival, but that's a, a breeders show. But uh, that's in the spring. You you missed that. It, it was lovely. Oh, I'm sure, and, and I'm sure, sure your your rabbits won. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I got uh, some of the finest uh, rabbits uh, in the area. And he, he starts rambling off uh, about the different breeds of rabbits. <laughs> I'll, I'll interrupt him. Uh, Mr. Bila, <laughs> um, is the mayor a member of the Rifle Club? Uh, yes, he is. Oh. Well, For one a year? You don't... You don't yeah, Get into the uh, into uh, office in a uh, in a small town when you're not uh, not a member of uh, the local clubs. Of course, of course. You ever win like a festival year? Yes, I think he was uh, uh, like five years ago. I think he was crowned king. Hmm. Might be six. I'm not really sure. How long has he been mayor anyway? Because I never actually asked anyone about that. What? What? What are you asking again? Uh, how long has he been mayor? I don't. I don't think I ever asked anyone that. Oh, he <laughs> he's been mayor for at least ten years now. Hmm. He's. Hmm. Uh, it's a very stable small town. He, after yeah, all. he's. He's basically settled into that post, which is, uh, if I if I think about, it, might even be closer to twenty years that he's mayor now. But uh, he's well. He pick a successor or something. Well, the mayor uh, is elected uh, every four years, but uh, in, no one's. Uh, he has, he has the, uh, uh, he's well connected, and uh, he's the chairman of the Free Voters Association, and uh, well, he's a big building contractor, so he has a lot of pull, uh, leverage around town. If we were to uh, drop by to uh, ask Harry Och about the history of the festival, would you provide an introduction? I don't. I wouldn't. Well, we are sure. outsiders. Sure, sure. That's very kind Not of you. Problem. 
Well, Ehrenberg, I think this wine you chose was excellent. Let's. Uh, uh, thank you. Let me pour everyone a little more. Cheers. <laughs> so. Have a glass of water. You got any more uh, questions for him, or just do I'm some? Kind of out of steam. I guess Maybe. I'm going to ask him if he's heard anything more about the the Swamirupa uh, and his uh, the attack. Is that the talk of the town, or what well, latest thing happened the last few hours? Actually, <laughs> well, yes. He, he tells you basically that uh, there's a bit of unrest and uh, people are worried with the um, wolf attacking uh, a farmstead and the and he heard about a young uh, young girl being attacked by a wolf uh, this afternoon and he basically says that there's quite some uh, some unrest with the uh the populace yeah is there any sort of uh watch group or something put together and are you doing something to protect your rabbits i mean i can't imagine a more defenseless animal in the face of a ravenous interloper well yeah i'm i'm pretty i'm a bit worried there but um well i heard some people talking about um Going on, uh, forming a watch group and um, seeing to uh, trying to find uh, this wolf. That's interesting. Perhaps I could uh, join. I'd like to to help keep this community safe. It's so lovely. Oh, I don't. Uh, well, you would have to maybe ask around and. One okay. of the cheaper uh, places in the cheaper uh, bars around town. You're right. It's probably not appropriate for a man of my station. So, at some point, he uh, he may, uh, takes his leave. He seems to be getting tired. Wish him good night. Thank you for for visiting us and and regaling us with your stories and tales. And we look forward to seeing you um, this weekend. Yeah, sure. Um, do you make an appointment with him with uh, with York or to visit with uh, York? You... Yeah, tomorrow uh, late morning, perhaps, so that it won't interfere with anyone's meals or whatever yeah, you sure. think Herr York would appreciate. Yeah, sure. You can. Uh, uh, he uh, his uh, suggestion is to meet at York's uh, funeral home, where she, he would be uh, in the uh, at least till noon. Mm. Yes, and sadly, he has work tomorrow. Yeah. Good. So, yeah, at the hour you suggest here. Uh, yeah. Like ten o'clock. Excellent. Okay. Thank you again. And he leaves. So, any more? What did he seem like? Did he seem like he was under duress? Did he seem guarded? Guarded is he. He seemed to be friendly and 
uh, try to be accommodating, but he seemed a bit guarded. Fair enough. He so, might have been spying after all, and we brought him in. So this yoke, we believe, is a descendant of this individual from some of the tells we've picked up. The family goes all the way back to the founding of the festival. Uh, some relative uh, sculpted the strange water lady. Back in the big city, yeah, we were in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the fact that he sits on the magic chain of golden coins year-round is suggestive. Agreed. I don't even, in fact, love the fact that he's an undertaker professionally. You know, but he he probably has answers, and in fact, we might meet him before tomorrow at ten if we dream. Those of you who recently flipped through the uh, Grimm's Tales, do you remember reading anything about a Undertaker? I don't think there are a lot of professions except farmer and miller and king. Yeah. I was more thinking of. Uh, in the synagogue records, there was a mention of a yoke and the reason why the city was burned down and torn apart and records burned about five centuries ago was something to do with a yoke family. Yeah. They were like sorcerers or something. I can't remember. It was like, it was like something that they like they did something horrific and they had to, it had to be purged in the books. That's the thing about purging things from books. That's hard to look them up. But yes, you're right. I mean, this is the lineage that's related to the these incursions, including the sculpture and the you know whatever happened in dim prehistory. Pain is, I guess, a a gateway. I guess of sorts, or at least some kind of implement of sorts to that. It's possibly. So it's a little ludicrous to go through this in my head, but so let's say the ancient yokes tried to do something. They tried to use alchemy or magic or something to <clears throat> gain power in the dreamlands and that somehow over the centuries, it's all bleeding into our world. Less. And those, really... those coins might be some magical link. I mean, supposedly well, the coins are connected to Pokrug. I, well, I, we've seen, yeah, we've seen the coins in I was, other world. I'm more I wondering, I don't think it's power. I think it was meant to directly bridge the gap and it never fully worked. Or maybe it worked too well. Well, it seems like it's always about power. Possibly. Um, also, the survivors of the city of Sarnath went to found a new city, someplace they'd be safe, and made an arrangement. And they had the gold that Bokrug was originally made out of. So I feel as though the arrangement well, to go to another realm where they'd be safe is here, and they're trying to fully... Except that the, the Ibians if that's what we're going to call them, have somehow found them here and they're trying to come through and gain their revenge. 
any means necessary. Bring down doom upon them. And that city was very much empty. And I just the last seven sounds. I remember like we could only like make for like motion sounds. There were no sounds of actual we couldn't speak. It was quite disturbing. That was in Sarnath. Yeah, in Sarnath. In the White City. As I was saying, uh, it's a. So, this is... so, I'm sorry. Any more plans for tonight? So, when is our appointment with uh, Mr. Yo? Tomorrow morning at 10. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. So, at, at his funeral home. At his funeral. I'd have an early sleep, or I don't know, maybe. I, considering the odds, I feel like it's a bit dangerous to try to get to the records. I just, I feel like if we see them, there's at least some, but I don't know what it actually gain. I feel like there's a lot of pieces we'd understand, but I don't think it actually helps us right now. Unless yeah. we just find the professor at the basement of the precinct, but I doubt that. Um, Keeper, remind me of my conversation at the records hall. They, I filled out a form and they said they would, I should check back in in a few days. Is that what I was told? Yeah, basically. If okay. the mayor said it was okay. Yeah, they have to clear with mayor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go um, to bed. Yeah. But I'm going to bring my knife with me to bed. <laughs> and I'm going to hold on to the knife and see if there's possibility of waking up in the dreamlands with a knife in my hand. I mean, I think I'm just going to Weirder sleep things have happened. I'm gonna sleep with my. I think I'm gonna sleep with my coat on that has my gun in it. So I'm just gonna see if something comes of it. Well, I think I'll sleep in my pajamas because in the dream lens. I always wear different clothing anyway. So true. Well, okay. sweet dreams to us all. Dreams. See you uh, later. As you guessed, you fall asleep. And you find yourself back on that road leading northwards through these endless fields uh, of wheat. Here we are. We still have our gift boots. You and the seven cobblers. You still have your boots, and you still have the feeling that you are making quick progress, although you're not actually moving any faster. Should I dream my knife into existence here, or? Um, well, you, st uh, you every time uh, you've entered here, you have a sword on your side that's mm -hmm. still there, but not the knife you. Okay. The land of dreams. And they've talked about the people that can shape things into reality. I want to just image putting a stick appearing in my hand. Oh. Um, um, you can give me a D100. Okay. And what is your magic points? I have 12 magic points. Okay, so it's that's the number to beat. All right, let's see. No, that was a fifty-two. <laughs> okay, nothing happens. 
I at least forgotten. feel like something was going to happen, but then I just lost it. <laughs> or is it just uh, like nothing? It's far away, so <laughs> not really. Yeah. Okay. Like looking into your hand. It was only 40 points off. It could have been worse. <laughs> I've forgotten what I'm wearing. Uh, you're um, wearing like an old style medieval lawyer's outfit or something. It was like a you were like in, uh, in fineries and uh, oh, right. nobleman. Right. <clears throat> no sword. Oh, uh, yeah, like rapier. Yeah, great. Um, so you basically walked through these fields the whole day. And at some point, you again, uh, you see some tracks leading into the field. Well, cart you... tracks? Oh, like a cart. Cart tracks. Do we hear a sing song? No. I know we're in a hurry to find the sleeping girl, but I shouldn't we see any interruption in the landscape is perhaps a a note for us? Sure. Also, perhaps if it's an unmanned cart, I don't know if it's maybe a bit unlucked to us, we could use it to maybe travel a bit faster. Maybe it's full of silk flowers. Maybe we can dream up a horse. I, I tried a bit earlier, but they, considering that uh, the that professor mentioned that there are people that can just will this world to do things, maybe we can eventually make things manifest for us. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to try. I'm going to try for a horse. I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, same same thing. I got a twenty, and my magic points are twelve. Can I spend luck? Well, you could spend luck, yes, but um, to be fair. You won't be able to manifest a real horse. That's okay. I, I, I'm I'm more <laughs> willing to spend it to get something cool. It happened. You get a horse fly, <laughs> or no, or it's a wooden horse. <laughs> so I spend my eight points of luck to to succeed. Okay, so you spend the the eight points. Yeah, let's go with that. You you concentrate and you you form this picture of a horse in your head and suddenly you have a small statue of a horse a small figurine of a horse in your hand oh my goodness this is amazing did you see this i dreamed this i thought this into being so basically you have uh, you all can note down uh, if you want a dreaming skill equal to your magic points. Okay. Well, there was a more practical usage of such a, such a skill. I think we will get better. Do we, would it be called dreaming or dreamcraft? Dreaming. Okay. So I follow the cart tracks into the wheat. Um, yeah. Walter, you you feel a little tired uh, by this. It took a lot out of me. So basically, uh, you lost. Uh, I would have checked like two or three magic points. Sure. Um, you 
who checked the tire tracks or the car tracks? I, I am following the cart tracks. Okay. Um, you walk a bit into the field. Um, do the others stay on the on the road or? No, I'll I'll walk with. Uh, I'll go too. Yeah, I think it's best we stay together. Although I'm I'm probably walking most slow as I continue to be fascinated by my little horse. Daniel, you as well? I'm going to the cart. Yeah. I want to... Okay, so you follow the tracks which lead in quite a bit into the uh, into the wheat field. And after some time, like uh, two or three hundred yards, you see there is something in the field. Uh, could be an old cart. The, the wheat has... Grow, uh, grown a little bit over it and through it. So uh, does it have any signs of motley on it? No. It's like yeah. a, a farmer's cart. And it has no contents? There are no sacks in the rear? or Well, the, um, if you go closer, um, there seems to be like something like sacks on the front of it and there is uh there is a box on the uh, on the back of the cart i'll approach it carefully with my sword drawn this is the dream world uh is the box uh locked no it's just a a wooden box like maybe three, uh, maybe 3 by 3 feet so there's a, a box three on the front of the so box on the front seat, you said? The box in the rear. No, the, uh, the box yeah, is in the back. Back, okay. And uh, you go to the, the front, Joseph? Sure. So what you thought uh, from behind that would be sex are, seem to be two bodies, which uh, uh, hunched over and basically... Uh, the skin has all dried. They're uh, really like mummified. I'll take a couple steps back. Yeah, you can uh, do uh, sanity. Detective Henning, you want to take a look? Joseph, do yeah. do a uh, um, sanity check. Yeah, I passed my sanity. So the bodies are desiccated to some extent. Yeah. Um, do they look like they rotted at all? I mean, maybe bacteria doesn't exist in the dream worlds. Well, it's, it looks they really look like uh, like they're mummified. They're all dried out. Right. Right. Um, quite... Do I can I see how they died? Are there wounds? Well, not really. They are dressed in something like uh, like homespun. So peasants of some sort, yeah. probably. It looked like they were sleep, like the way they're like laying down. Does it look like they were just they just slept and never woke up? They're just like hunched over to the front, like they uh, just collapsed. Perhaps they died in the real world, and they're 
dream selves died here. I wonder if this is the children manifesting here. The dead children. I don't know what they look like. They they size wise they're adults. Uh, so, I guess let's check what's in the sacks and then like at the box. They are the sacks. Oh, they're sacks of bones hmm. or things. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should check the box the box. Let's check, yeah, and their pockets too, if there's there was anything in them, gold or let's see if they had something with them, yeah. Yeah, open the box. I'll check the bodies. Do you guys look at the box? The bo so Carl, do you check in the box? Um, I was there first. Yes. Okay. Well, he was. No, I, 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 I was looking at the bodies. I figured. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Hans, you open the uh, the lid of the crates uh, of the crate. Um, what you see is basically straw, it's like packed with with straw. Okay. So I'll shuffle some of this out as if it's protecting something. Yeah. You find you brush aside the straw a bit and you find like a small glass vial which is um, uh, at the top is sealed with something like a silvery substance and there's something like a little bell inside uh, of the vial. Okay, we've got, a, we've got a dream thing. Got a dream thing. Anybody remember a story about a Bell in a jar. Is it a silver bell? bell yeah, it looks silver. The, the, it's in a fluid, and is the fluid? No, it's just. It's just hanging inside the glass jar that's stuffed yeah. with silver. Yeah. Something silvery. Well, it, it definitely feels like something that you know, you'd use to fight off a witch or some or sort guess... of magical object. Does it turn it? Yeah. As you shake it and turn it, uh, turn it, you you notice it looks like it's a bell, but there's uh, no uh, um chopper. Yeah, no so it makes it makes absolutely no noise when you shake it. So it's missing its clapper. It's a half of a bell in a jar. Is it, <clears throat> is it, is the bell? rigid in there or does it bang against the glass itself and make it it, it move it moves around but it doesn't make any sound when you like it's rolling around in the uh, in the vial but you don't hear it uh, clanging against the wall is it something Bell. from sarnath very Aren't unnatural assorted with waking up on alarm clocks as far as I know. But yeah, I think the Sarnath connection is a very silent place. I wonder if this, when smashed, would make something quiet. Anyway, oh, I'll put it in my up. jerkin or pouch or whatever I have in my... Scholars you, uh, when you looked into the box, you brushed away a bit of the straw. So that was the first thing you've, uh, oh. you found. Uh, the box is, uh, box is bigger. Right, small. So yeah. You rummage through it and you find uh, 12 of these vials, all in all. 
12, another mystical number. So oh, no. each of us should take a couple for uh, safekeeping. Do the bells have different sizes or do they quite no, identical? They look, they look handcrafted, so they're not perfectly the same, but basically yeah. uh, the same shape. Uh, design. shape. And the stopper, is it silver wax or is it metallic? or? It's, it seems to be a, a, a silvery substance. You can't really uh, make out what it is. My nail doesn't scratch Could it? Be, yeah, it's a bit soft. Could be like a wax. Or some hybrid thing. Maybe like, it's, you know, moonbeams. I make the motion of ringing the bell next to my horse to see if I can awaken it. Don't wake up. What is the figure made of anyway? Is it like wooden or metal? Or ivory or clay? Yeah. Uh... The figurine? What? Bone. You, Walter, you tell me. Uh, yeah, it's ivory with um, beautiful black stone hooves and eyes. Eyes that are black. Black. No whites in them at all. Well, well let's keep walking. And as you yeah. When you just turn around and start back to the uh, towards this uh, the road, you hear this laughter again. Little child laughter. Yeah, uh, the the laughter you hear when you uh, you hear that voice with the uh, the mouse rhyme. Oh, Batman, what Same do you want man. this time? And you hear the, you hear, hear the voice laughing. You can't really make out from where it's coming. And you hear this voice again. There runs a mouse. There hangs you my want tail. a fur hat? Let's hmm? make a fur hat, yeah. Well, let's see if he's on the road and we can catch him. We gotta keep going. Does that, uh, did anybody respond to the to the rhyme? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I speak it back. What the? I don't remember the the words off there the top of my head. The mouse, but catch it by the tail and make a good fair. So you, um, so you so you do the answer. So you, you answer uh, answer, and whoever right. uh, whoever catches it, made uh, make. Uh, giant cap uh, out of his pelt. And once you say that, the the laughter turns rather more merry and you hear the same voice and don't you forget those words. And then the voice and the laughter are gone. Who are you? Hmm. Don't forget those words. Wait, 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 wait. Weren't we supposed to find like a rhyme that will seal away the gate? Uh, yes, that's the hope. If we get the correct that? one, I think it what is. If it's the Sandman, he's meant to be the guardian 
for like the bridge between the realm. What if that's be what that's the only way he can speak in weird rhymes and weird ways? Hmm. Alarna Kuwait's Sleeping Beauty. We have a new tool, although it's silent. Let us ignore it. Well, supposedly, if words have power and people can't speak them, maybe they have less. <laughs> you could silence so, the wizard from, from doing his magic, maybe. So you're returning to the road and returning, uh, resuming your walk. Indeed. Do, uh, do not. And you get, you basically walk the whole day. And at some time, at some point, starts to become night again. And basically, do we get tired? You get, you get tired, you get uh, exhausted, and you get hungry. Let's um, new. Something you haven't uh, um, had before. The other times you've been here, you never uh, felt hunger. Yeah, usually you don't in a dream. So something's getting stronger. Or perhaps the shoes. Let's... um, Let's make a little camp then. Does the city there's... seem closer? Well, you don't see the city. Yeah, it must be closer. I'm going to close my eyes and try and imagine a large blueberry bush with blueberries all over it since I'm so hungry. Oh, no. I tried. Got a thorn bush. <laughs> so you basically settle down, you make a kind of uncomfortable camp again. Suppose some of our uh, weapon wielding fellows can cut a little bit of the wheat to make a something to lie upon. Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah, uh, that's, that's make possible. some piles. I can do that. Is there a moon? Yeah, there. There's a moon up. What does the moon look like? The, um, uh, gibbous moon, near full moon. Um, mm. We should find something to hunt. Maybe there's rabbits or something. We don't have any bows or arrows. That's what we should have wished for. Well, I've been. I, seen I any try to. I try to around. manifest. Um, I try to image in my. I try to remember the weight of what it would be like to hold a crossbow and like a stack of bolts in my hand. See what happens. <laughs> no, I'm going to try for bread and cheese. Not this time. No. So you basically you try around. You all start to got a feeling for uh, for this dream you you'll start uh to feel that you are able to manifest things but you don't really get uh, get it done and 
you spend a rather uncomfortable night and wake up next morning pretty early. There's still the same road, still the same wheat field. I uh, I grab a, a couple of heads of wheat and see if my horse is interested in nibbling um, as you, we get ready in the morning. So you take a uh, you you grab a, a bit of the wheat. Yeah. And as you rip up the uh, the the head of the um, the wheat stalk, the there's blood dripping out of it. Oh my goodness! There's blood in the in the wheat. What? Wait, it wasn't last last night when you cut down uh, the stuff to uh, to make beds? I'm is, not feeding this to my horse. Is that we connect anything? Or like, it's like Walter, is there? That's a great point. Let's let's look at the ground. I get down on the ground to see if there's any corpses or nope. Grab another one, Daniel. Somewhere else. This this is this all all these weird odd things happening. They've got to have some connection with Grimm's fairy tales, don't they? Maybe. You gonna, cut that. You cut. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut like a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut like a tip of one off of my blade. Yeah, there's blood coming from it as well. Is it like? It's not like gushing. It's like just like little droplet of, uh, of blood. Is it like if you cut a finger off? A bit. Yeah, like you, if you cut into a finger. Oh, okay. Hmm. Field of. I I'm going to taste it just to make sure it really is blood and not like grape juice or. Yes, you do that. It. If you, it has, <laughs> smell it. <laughs> so you put a bit, uh, put a bit uh, to your mouth, and it. You have this coppery taste. Blood, ha uh, blood has. Yeah. But it tastes foul and fishy. Well, fish man blood. It's bad. Like fish blood. Oh, like maybe, maybe these fields are Ibian grain. Uh, we, uh, I, I'm going to go start writing that if we don't get to that city. I'll put, yeah, uh, I'll put some of this grain in my pocket. Okay. So you walk, start walking to the north. Didn't um, they say that that city is near the place where nightmares go? No. Mm -hmm. The or was it something else? Le Lehman's uh, uh, Lehman said that the land of Zach uh, is where forgotten nightmares go. It's the land of Zar, uh, the land of the Zar and the city of Zach. That way around, you start off to the uh, on the road again and. The sun starts to rise, and you're feeling ever more hungry and thirsty.
And when it stopped being fun yesterday evening, we need some food and water. What if we what if we sing song this little mousy poem as we go along to occupy our minds? Maybe it'll help. Maybe if we all just think about the same, try to think about a similar thing together, maybe something will work. The gates of uh, Illarnak. Uh, Gentlemen, just as a theory, uh, I wonder if perhaps our bodies in the real world are in some sort of deep sleep. Perhaps our actual bodies aren't getting fed. Um, And then that hunger and thirst is uh, reflecting on our dream selves. Maybe. Maybe, but multiple days have passed when we were in a dream and we were perfectly fine. Sometimes I dream about water and it means I got to pee and I wake up and I have to go. We didn't, we haven't chosen to wake up yet. We've just woken. Yeah, it always, it always happens against our will. I'll try the chant, Carl. All right. I'll join in. I'll, sort of sing I'll, I'll, I'll be there too, just to off to focus see the wizard skipping down the road. I'm too tired to skip. And there runs a mouse, whosoever oh, catches it, it may make oh, himself yeah. a big fur cap out of it. <laughs> we keep trying to figure out a way to sing it. <laughs> we keep, you walk we keep down the road, and at some point, uh, sing uh, to yourself. And at some point, when you come to the uh, to the top of a little rise, you look. Uh, you can see far into the distance, and you see that there, the scenery starts to change a little bit. The fields are slowly intermingled uh, with groves of trees. So there's at least change of landscape coming up. There's some fruit we, on the trees. Can we see a city in the distance? Or no. A pond? Smoke in the a air? A river? Like from fireplaces? Yeah, is there any, like, I guess it's just fear of any sponsor. Hmm. So we'll just keep going that way. Yeah. So you keep on uh, on the road, and after a couple of hours, you'll reach the first of these tree groves. And they're apple trees. Oh, thank God. They're big, ripe, ripe red apples hang from them. I worry if that tree think... comes alive and gets mad at us for picking its apples. Yeah, I also we worry that... start with one and one person tastes it. Oh, yeah, I was more thinking apples. that if we take it, we're now under a right to be cursed because maybe someone owns these groves, but... I'm a bit too hungry to care. <laughs> it's true. We we appear to be somehow connected with fairy tales. And one of the stories about fairyland is if you eat the food in the fairyland, you can never go back. You're never going to eat, you eat this. So you pick an apple from, from the tree and yeah. bite into it? I do. Okay. I'm quite hungry. We're gonna all have to kiss the sleeping prince when (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm good. (laughs) You bite into the the apple 
and the first uh, bite is quite good. It's sweet. It's a good ripe apple. It tastes fine, gentlemen. It's a regular apple. I grab one. Dig in. But give him five minutes to see if he passes out <laughs> or turns purple or something. Uh, let's just grab. I mean, we'll just grab a few and then, like keep them in pockets and we'll eat them after we think it's okay. So who's so you're tagging into the apples or Carl? I'm, so I'm eating one. Okay. I'm gonna. Daniel. I'm trying to share it with my horse. Daniel Hans. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna grab two and pocket them, and I'll. You. Um, you're really hungry. I know. <laughs> it's just. And they look. They look delicious. I know, but like. I'm in the dreamlands, <laughs> and I know How that. Are you, what are you doing? I'll eat one cautiously. Yes. Yeah, muted. Are there any fallen apples on the no, ground? No, there are no apples on the ground. Doesn't that seem strange, gentlemen? That only the ripe, beautiful apples are hanging, glowed, were to be reached. So well, not it's one a dream. Fallen. If there's, I was there's dreaming of an orchard I before, before you keep apples. on before you keep on talking who's right now biting into apples three okay they as i said they are juicy they're delicious and then you bite into them, there's this foul piece and you look at the apple and there's like a worm or something like maggot oh I'm gonna throw it away. Put on the ground. Ate around it. Well, the I'm it's going... not the whole apple, but there are parts that are just well, wormy apples that are rotten. And... I'll I'll take my sword and cut a few in half. Or that do yeah, they all I'm have just... the same? Do they all, all have the same problem? Basically, all the same. They look beautiful. They have very tasty parts, and they are. Parts that are completely rotten and infested with worms. Well, all right, I'll cut then, I guess. some of the good parts and eat the good parts. Yeah, we have like blades. I think we just grab a few and then I guess just start cutting yeah, them apart. You can do that. I just like salvage the good parts because we're fucking hungry. <laughs> so you spend some time doing uh, doing that. Maybe there's a field ahead that's got fruit that isn't rotten in it and we're wasting time maybe yeah, we should actually, to yeah. slow us down yeah we, should. we have some place to be we have a tragedy to stop it also means that there are insects here that infect apples with their larvae maybe just like maybe just world. dream worms turn dream apples turn into dream worms when a stranger bites them you can say are there any insects in the air? Yeah, there are some insects. Flies. Birds? There are birds. Oh. This is all created by our own imaginations that have somehow. So everything should be the same. A collective, yeah. But humans and... for, for a very long time believed in spontaneous gen generation. So maybe that is still uh, Aristotle. True. Yeah. Well, considering, the there are, considering Ibians and, I guess, Sarnath, 
something used to be here before us, or at least something here changed the land to what they wanted. So maybe there's other rules that apply beyond us. Let's keep going. Yeah, I let's, agree. Let's, let's I, move uh, on. As I at least said. have some. I had some slices of me, as I at least think I keep going. So you basically uh, keep on walking, and um, this whole thing keeps up for not only hours or the rest of the day, but you're walking for uh, for a couple of days. You don't seem to walk, wake up. And after spending another two very uh, uncomfortable nights, you, uh, you're able to feed yourself from fruit that's growing on the trees. You have to be very careful to cut it, up, cut it up. And you find water troughs at some point along the road. The water is stale, but you are thirsty and it doesn't seem to make you sick. I need somebody to heat it up at some point. And I'm thinking we need to wake up soon. Yeah. On the evening of the of the fourth day you're marching, you see a fire shine in the distance on the roadside. The travelers? Yeah, it could be, like from a campsite. What hour of the fourth day? Uh, the evening. It's getting dark. Is there a wagon or just a fire? Uh, you just see uh, the shine of fire. So I want to look through some greenery at you know the number of parties around the fire and so on. Or we, we walk want, into... We want to hide, yes, yeah, so that they can't see us. Well, you can try to walk through the field then, and the the woods. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so that we can sneak up and see how many people are there. Um, it's just one sneaking up, or all of you. Oh, yeah, I think I'm, somebody I'm, should lead. Um, Perhaps it's okay. Came up with the idea. Yeah. Okay, then do a. Um, Hans, master of stealth, sadly. Who is, up with the I, idea. Can go, actually, I can go ahead and quiet, but like, if you wanted to like talk. Daniel was very good yeah. we, when we sent him over the uh, top of the... Uh, uh, during that's, the war. That's true. Go ahead and try. I, I'm weary. All right. Okay, Daniel, you uh, give me a stealth roll. That's a normal success. Success? Okay. So you sneak up on this campsite. There are four old men sitting around a campfire. They have uh, bags uh, on the ground next to them. And uh, they're not talking. They, they are dark-skinned, dressed in, uh, in like... Bit uh, looking like uh, Middle Eastern uh, robes. They're, uh, they're just sitting there uh, staring into the fire. They uh, seem to have some meat on uh, uh, on sticks that are uh, they are roasting over the fire. It smells delicious. 
Is the campsite the road? Or at least the trail? It's just next to the road. Uh, to the road. I'm going to sneak back down to the road and I'm going to be like, I'm going to just walk down the road and see their hospital. They have oh, you just, food. You walk down, I, down the road and at some I, point... I, I, make sure to t- I make sure to tell the others that I'm doing this just so they understand. But I'm going to walk down the road point, like, I'm a, like I'm a traveler and just... At some point, you they see you. Hello there. Hello. Hello travel Alone traveler on this road. How's train? Uh, actually, I'm a, I'm, I have some friends of mine, but I'm ahead of them, so they might be coming. Oh. They might be coming in a little bit, but you want to you want to share a fire? Actually, yes, that'd be quite nice. Come, come. I'm going to join him walking along slowly. So you're all moving up. Yeah. I yes. think we should give them a few minutes to see whether they get knived before we march up. <laughs> but we outnumber them ultimately, and you're you're all armed. I'm not, of course. Things seem peaceable after ten minutes, and maybe there's conversation. Maybe one of you will look back into the shadows and give me a high sign. All right. So the ones you, who go up to the camp are. Welcome uh, warmly. You're invited to share their fire, and they uh, uh, they offer you some food and water. Thank you. We don't have any way of paying you back. Um, we've actually been starving for a few days. Ate some rotten apples. Oh, you ate the apples here. <laughs> they are no. No good. Yeah, just little bits and pieces of them. Nothing from this land <clears throat> is very good. What is this land? What name is this? <clears throat> You're in the land of Nar. Where are you from? A long distance, a place called uh, Berlin. I've never heard of that. Is that in uh, in the dreaming world, or are you from the waking world? From the waking world. Ooh, travelers from the waking world. All the way from Sarnath. You have been to Sarnath, then you have gone a long, long way. What drove you to Sarnath? It's lost. We, uh... We need to we go to. Didn't uh, intend to go there. We just found ourselves there. It's just where we wake up. It's where we just started our journey. Hmm. I heard this story before. My my great grandfather told told stories of travelers that were drawn to Sarnath. I never believed him. Sarnath is dead for so long. Dead and silent. Oh, yes. What makes you... Why are you out here on the road? Oh. We have our, we have our business. We're on the way to Dothar. Dothar? Dothar, yeah. It's a city in the desert. It's 
it's far away from here. But we will uh, get there. And where are you? Uh, where do you want to go? Uh, we have something in mind, but we heard that the first stop or the first major stop would be Ilarnak. Ilarnak, yes. I'm. We don't talk about Ilarnak. The no, folk in the folks, the folk that lives there once we were uh, we were supposed to be once related to them. But they got strange. Strange how? We don't talk about uh, this city. It is bad Sorry. luck. Sorry. We won't bring it up again. again then. Where are you from? Or right now, you said from, you were here from Nar. Right, right now. Well, uh, folks uh, are from, uh, from this land. And w as I said, we're, we are returning to Dothar. Is, Which is, is one of the, the city-states of Nar. Is Nar anywhere close to Zar? <laughs> no, Zar is far to the south. You don't want to go there. No one returns from the Zar. That's what we've heard. There's similarity in the name bit. Oh, so how far do you think, which way were you coming along the road? Were you coming from that direction? And I point the direction we're going. Oh, we have, we will leave the road here. We will go to the east. If you want to go to that cur cursed city, then you have the, a long march ahead of you. Well, from what you said, we might just avoid it. It sounds not good. So, maybe it's a bit but quite you odd to ask, but I know What's it's that? quite odd to ask. But like, why are like I guess there's so many like I guess so many apple trees here, but why are they all bad? This land isn't good anymore. This land once was uh, was flourishing and was ripe uh, with grain and fruit, but everything that lit. Uh, grows here is tainted. Well, then where did you get your meat from? Is there some farm <laughs> nearby? Ooh, that is our secret. Mm. But we will gladly give you some for the uh, for your way. Very generous. Thank you. But uh, do you have anything you could uh, trade us uh, for it? Actually... I think I do. I picked. I found this in a, a wheat field, and like I'd be like, I hand out this flask, like it's the only one I have. Ooh. Hans and I are joining them now. <laughs> but like, I, I gesture to be like, don't bring up, like, don't talk about the other flask. Just like bring up the one we have. <laughs> right. But, it's eyes light up. Oh, a vial of this uh, of and silence. That is something. We can trade you for that for sure. Besides your meat, do you have like a map we can use? Oh, you don't. You haven't been to the Dreamlands often, have you? I haven't gone to explore far beyond. Maps are not helpful. That what you call maps 
are not a, uh, of much use uh, in this land. The land shifts. I think water is mostly what we need. And your I, blessing to go to a cursed place. <laughs> I'm actually very curious that you recognize this flask. What does it does it have special meaning, special significance? Well, it's a uh, it's a bit of the silence of Sarnath put uh, caught in a bottle. If you open it or break it. You will. Uh, you won't be able to hear anything. How long? Just that area uh, is now tainted for a couple for a couple of minutes. Well, like it's very of, long. It's some sort of potion. No, magic. Well, you could say it's magic. It is the the bound silence of the city of Sarnath. <laughs> But it dissipates after a couple of minutes. It's quite a rare novelty, considering yes, it goes it, to it was a very strange place to travel in. We did not go there by choice. I and am it was going very to, silent. I am going to do something very odd. I'm going to look a little bit beyond where the fire is into the shadows and i'm going to say oh there goes a mouse if we catch it we can make a hat or whatever the phrase <laughs> oh that rhyme uh we know we tell it uh, to our children do you yes where do you know it from I'm not sure. Um, it's repeated what, in the what, waking world as well. What does it mean? Oh, we don't know. It is ancient. We, it is a rhyme told by uh, by our uh, women to, uh, to our children. I don't know what the meaning is. I think it's been forgotten. Do you know the story that precedes it? The one of uh, the two children that get lost in the woods. They meet a... Doesn't sound familiar. A candy witch. Ooh, that sounds interesting. That's a regalia story or two, I guess. And perhaps we can pay you back, at least in this way, I can tell you the story, and I'll I'll tell him the story of Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, they, they seem very interested. Well, we'll have to uh, have to rest now. But tell you what, for the story and the vial, we will give you uh, give you one of our bags. It will have enough provisions for you to reach uh, whatever destiny you uh, you are seeking. Thank you. All right, here you go. Very there. kind of you. I, Most generous. I like gently handle him the flask. <laughs> Safe travels to you and uh, to Dothar. So you, the former old man, lie down, uh, huddle up in blankets and lie down. And at some point, you huddle up as well, as good as you can. 
when you hear a knocking and you wake up in your bed, um, let's go with Henning. I'm heading for breakfast. I'm starving. Fucking hungry, yeah. Well, you wake up to a knocking on your door. Uh, yeah, it's just a moment. I uh, I get up and uh, rub my eyes. Please open up. The door. Oh, yes, just just here. I go and I open up the door. And oh. in front of the door, you see the the young policeman you talked to at first. Oh, hello. What can I do for you? Um, well, you're in one room with Daniel, I think, right? Yeah. So both, oh, yeah. both of you woke up. Um, I have to ask uh, you and your friends to accompany me to uh, to the uh, to the mayor's office. Okay. Well, let us at least put our clothes on and get ready. This oh morning. yeah, yeah, sure. Very early. I'll, I'll have to get your, your friends as well. Oh, yeah, just knock on their doors. Can we get something to eat before we go? Well, I was told to get to fetch you immediately, but... Uh, I, I don't want to yeah, cause you any problems. We'll just get breakfast is, afterwards. But I'll just grab something on the way, if it can. But, uh, All right, come on, I, let's get ready. I put, like, the All blinds right. away. Is, he, is it, like, early morning? It's, like, a little later than you... Uh, would usually sleep like nine nine o'clock. Okay, it's like a little pat. Like we said, a little longer. Okay. All right. Like, so I get dressed. Do Do I have my horse? No, no horse. Oh, no shoes. No glass vials. No grain. No grain. Hmm. Nothing passed uh, over with you, and you're all uh, woken up by that policeman. We still do. We still feel that. Do we still feel that hunger and thirst, or do we deal with that? No. Well, you you are basically uh, hungry and thirsty, like you're always in the morning for yeah. breakfast. But you don't like feel like you've hungry. been walking for days without proper food. So, so Daniel, what do you think? Though, he's going to want it, the sheriff. I mean, the. Uh, Mayor wants this, yes. <laughs> the sheriff. Yeah. There's going to be there. But... I'm still waking up. I, uh, I don't think it's going to be anything good, but we can't really be, you can't really cause a fuss right now. Well, you tried to, to get a look at the documents yesterday, didn't you? I didn't feel like opening. I didn't feel like mm. causing another problem yet. I just mm. gave us, I just tried to get a sense of my odds. You I didn't the like request, them. <laughs> though, right? Yeah. Well, this might be a response to your request. Well, Prince sent a request out formally. Also, it, it, you can't escape the fact that it looks like we show up in town and people start committing suicide and murdering each other. Yeah, we have the oddest luck in this case. <laughs> so, right. you, um, are you having breakfast first, first or no? We'll 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 all meet. No, I don't want to cause the the policeman. Right. Let's see if I can get something quick, like some, like coffee or something, Please. just to grab a, a, a so he, and a... <laughs> so he's he's taking us to the mayor. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what he said. Yes, yeah. uh, yes, I've been meaning to meet this mayor of yours. I have some questions on my own. 
Grab some bread and butter and a cup of coffee. A strudel. I want a strudel. And uh, while you're uh, walking over to the city hall, uh, the the young man uh, talking to you, Carl, you really got me into uh, some trouble there. You could you could have told me that 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 you're not with the police in Berlin. I am with the police in Berlin. I'm a I'm a detective. Yeah, but... consulting. Well, Boberg uh, called in with the police in Berlin, and he found he, he was told that that uh, you were removed for, from the force. Let's just go on. This, this is Corporal it. Schultz. No, that's the the other one. The uh, the uh, the leaner uh, type, the one who was quite unfriend. Uh, uh, the one who is is the young uh, trainee policeman, uh, Dirke. Mm -hmm. uh, Officer Dirke, uh, I perhaps it's a confusion of organizational structure. The uh, Herr Henning is a private detective who's yeah, been hired by by uh, Herr Prince, who's a lawyer, who's working in official capacity for a citizen of Berlin. It's not a. It was never a. We never suggested. I'm sure Herr Henning never suggested well, that it was an official investigation from Berlin. We would have no business. Isn't that right, Herr Prince? You could explain the jurisdictional questions better than I. Yes, so I'm, I'm, I, I've, well, been, I've been hired by the, the family of a missing man to uh, try well, down. You don't have to t explain that to me. I, I was just told well, I think that I you. do. All right, well. well uh, so, yeah, let's, just say, let's just say that I have enemies in Berlin <laughs> who've done their best to try to ruin my career, but I've sidestepped them and... Uh, don't believe um, anything they say. Do a persuade uh, roll just to see how That's he what takes my persuade you. Is. Persuade. Yeah, I missed it by 24 points. Yeah, probably the guy told him more, told him that I was drummed out of the forest because of taking bribes, which was a lie. Okay, so you get to the town hall, and he brings you to the uh, into the the um, clerk's office. Joseph was in yesterday, and you're asked to wait for uh, here. And after a couple of minutes, a big, heavy, sad man. Is uh, it comes out of uh, a hallway on the back, and he turns to to his clerk and goes uh, like, "So these are the uh, those guys from Berlin?" Uh, yes, Mayor. 
He looks at you. Come with me. And he yep. turns around and walks back to his office. Certainly, Herr Mayor. Very nice uh, to meet you. We've heard so much about you. Thank you for having us visit. We've, we've wanted to speak to you for days. You should be quite so, busy. I introduce myself and, and my friends um, and say this is a delightful village, uh, Mayor. Um, thank you again for having us. Yes, here. yes. Um, as I said, he's a pretty heavy set man, balding, well, with a thick, uh, thick neck. And he sits down uh, behind his desk. So, what is all the, uh, this you're doing in, in my town? You're stirring up a lot of trouble, uh, I think. I I look at one of the constables and I say, "Can you bring us some coffee? We we were taken out of bed rather early. Thank you." Um, yeah, Mayor, uh, uh, as my friend has been telling you, we've and been the investigating mayor, uh, the case. Carl, um, the mayor can gives you, the, can you tell him some the constable more? a sign. Some sort of, yeah, yeah, and the young constable leaves. See, and he pulls out a, a, a napkin and dips a, uh, some sweat away, wipes away some sweat. So, what are you doing uh, here? And who are you, anyhow? Who is the who of you is? Uh, is Henning. I'm Carl Henning. So. I was hired by, uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Mrs. Erling. Erling. Mrs. Erling. Mrs. Erling. Uh, to locate her husband, a professor of the university in Berlin. And uh, we have come in this direction and we are here now. I am a private investigator. Uh, during the war, I served on the Berlin Police Department, and uh, because of politics and corruption that was increasing in the force, uh, I felt it was my duty to do my best to keep the law in order since nobody else seemed to be. But because of the corruption, people trumped up some false charges on me and, uh, and got me thrown off of the force. That hasn't stopped me at all from obeying the law and following proper procedures and doing everything that I've done. Um, you should know a lot about corruption. It happens all the time. However, and, my and record shows that I am... Uh, um, Walter, uh, Walter, do me a favor, do a psychology. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's a hard success. When Carl mentions corruption, the mayor seems to get a, a bit startled. Exactly the reaction that I kind of want. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a I politician thought would know funny. everything about corruption. <laughs> so, and, and you're looking for this so-called professor. Uh, professor Erling. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, and, uh, Professor. How Ellen. come you're looking uh, for him? I mean, because his wife hired us to do so. He went um, to this location. He's disappeared in this location. We are looking for him. Do you know where he is? <laughs> Tell us where he is. We'll be we'll be on our way. No, we don't uh, know where he, uh, he is. That's why the police is looking for uh, for him in connection to the young girl that, uh, we found. See, That's... we have a bit, we have the big festival uh, coming up, and I don't uh, don't fancy having a couple of no uh, nosy people from Berlin poking their noses uh, in everywhere. From what I heard, you have a strange knack of turning up uh, in places where strange things are happening. And I wonder what, what, how that could be. What, what do you, uh, did you have to well, do? Thank with goodness he did. Uh, a young girl owes her life to, to Mr. Henning. Uh, she would have died from a shotgun wound. It's, you should be thanking him. Uh, you Mr. wouldn't want uh, uh, anything to be learned about your constables not doing a good job, would you? And her mayor, the tragedy of the missing children is resolved because we were in town trying to discover. And how come you? you how come you have uh, been there? I don't understand that. How do you not what? understand that? We're looking for a professor. We have to yeah, ask what, what questions. Is, has an old uh, lady living by her own has to do with the professor? She may have seen he, something. We thought he went into hiding, so thought she would know people that went through the woods. Surely, surely the mayor of this town isn't more concerned with the festival than he is with human life. Well, the festival uh, is a big commercial thing in, in this town. and So it, money's it, more important to you than somebody who's missing. No, I, I've not been saying that. <laughs> no, on the contrary, it's, it's, it's good for the festival that the crimes that have recently been committed are resolved. Luckily, uh, no one who comes so. has to worry about their children because the mad woman took her own life and the children have been found and will be given a safe Christian burial. It's, a, it's greatly to the good fortune of the city that we stumbled across that tragic scene. Uh, as soon as we find the professor, we'll be gone. Mr. Mayor, as a as a trained lawyer who knows the law quite well, with utmost integrity, I can assure you that everything we have done in your town is within the bounds of the law. We have not pressured anybody to talk with us. They have spoken to us of their own uh, free will. There's nothing wrong with that. So... Uh, you're I. You're that that uh, solicitor from Berlin, Mister and Mister Prince, at your service. Well, what business do you have with the uh, with uh, our town records? Well, I thought I thought uh, uh, knowing a bit more about the history of the town might uh, provide some illumination to our case. Um, about a, uh, a man who was uh, in this uh, in the uh, this vicinity for what two days three? Herr Mayor, it's it be, the reason he came to the town is because he's a linguistic historian. So if we can find out what he what brought him here, we might find out. He's visited other local villages. Well, he he didn't he didn't check uh, uh, ask for permission for, to check the town record. So uh, I can tell you that that you won't find any clues there. 
Is there something in the town records that you would prefer to keep secret from the general public or even the town itself? And he slams his fist on the table. What are you suggesting, young man? I was, I was I asking you're, that. If you're forgetting your place. I, 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 I really should have you locked up for, uh, for even suggesting something like that. Uh, well, uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, I just, I've, I've made uh, document requests in other towns and for other cases. Um, well, I, I, I found I found your city's policy on access to to, to records quite quite stringent, and unusually so. Suggesting well, maybe other towns suggesting you're not, are, are you're not entirely with, open with the records. We do, uh, we like to keep our records tidy and don't uh, want to have people nosing around in them and bring disarray to them. I'm uh, at the same curious. time, there, Mayor. Go ahead, Henning. So I'm curious I, to know how you know what Miss Professor Henning has and has not done. How do you know? Have you met him? Well, we, you know him? the police is just interested in talking to, uh, to him about what happened uh, at the radical. Yes, but has anyone you know actually talked to him? Well, if we could have talked to him, we were, uh, the police wouldn't be looking for him. Well, I can assure you that if, I think if we is... find the professor, we'll bring him to the attention of the authorities so that you can have that conversation. To be perfectly frank, if you if the if your officers have turned up anything at all, you'll know that the gentleman in question has been operating with apparent emotional disorder recently, distress. He might be confused what? or lost. The professor seems to have had some psychological breakdown. Or at least there's a chance of that. And so if you want to speak to him and he's lost, it's in your best interest that we be permitted to continue to search for him. Well, you, you can search for this professor all you, uh, all you like. But I warn you, if you stir up any more uh, trouble uh, in this town, I won't have that. There are even r rumors uh, spreading that people are gathering uh, weapons because of some idiotic uh, story of a werewolf. We didn't start the story of the werewolf. Well, I, I, I don't know what you started, but your names turn up on every corner uh, with all these stories. And you've been looking into everything that's been odd happening in the town for the last few I, days. In fact, I everything just, that happens I every 58 years. And, uh, was, in that moment, the um, there's a knock on the door, and a young woman uh, comes in. Uh, is, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mayor. Um, could you just sign off the the list uh, of uh, the um, what is it? Uh, the the uh, the uh, uh, of the booth for the fair, we have the 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 plan uh, the final planning for which booth goes where. Yes, yes, yes. She holds a clipboard, uh, and he signs it. Let's see where his priorities. <laughs> any any are. chance to peek at it to see anything? Oh, yeah, you can basically see it. It's uh, it's a list of names. 
and uh, uh, with numbers behind it, most likely where the the stalls will uh, will be set. Anything jump out as odd? It's hard to, uh, to say when, when somebody just yeah. carries yeah, the list past you. So no, I just meant the names is like. Erling on there or anybody else that that would surprise us. Not not that you can see, but you you can uh, you can. It must be at least twenty names. Okay. So, so um, um, as I said, I have to take care uh, of the town's business uh, again. But well, if I hear that you are steering up trouble then i'll what will you, you will be in trouble trust me from berlin or lawyer or whatever you are am i understood yeah well we hear you but we're going to continue to stir up just as much as we have been because we need to get to the bottom of this case that's more important to us what can you do lock us up we've got lawyers just try so, just try me as and I'll get out of my office. People's lives are on the line, Mayor, and we're trying to help them. And we hope that you would care to help them as well. And the first thing that you could do to help with that would be to, to allow us to see those records. We want to get out of your village with the professor, but we need your help. And we want your, your event to be successful. And we want to be gone before it with the professor. So help us. Um, is there a basic Do a persuade roll. What? I'm sorry? Do persuade. a persuade roll. But you would need an extreme success to get. That's going to be hard because I only have base and persuade. I should have I should have done it, but like I didn't have the word. Nah. No. So good morning, Ham Mayor. I have so an excellent festival. Get out of my office. All right. We'll get out of here. Uh, call uh, the constables. And as as we exit the office, I say we never even got our coffee. <laughs> Thank you for the visit, Mayor. It's probably tainted anyway. I think we will see you soon. I think this town needs to work on its tourism market industry. I think that we need to make sure. I need to think that we need to make sure that all of our people back home know exactly where we are and what we're going through. So that if we try anything. So and as you leave as you leave the office, um you the the young woman that is uh, that just brought in that list. You see that she uh, takes some, uh, some papers, puts them uh, into a folder, and puts it in a drawer under the front desk. And she talks to the clerk for, for a moment and then just leaves uh, towards another office. So she's left where we can grab them? Uh, well, if you knock out the clerk, 
at the desk, maybe. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> but he was I thought he was, I thought maybe you were saw she which, was leaving where us. she put it. I, I thought you were telling her she was leaving it there purposefully for us to take, but okay. If we call uh Harenberg, Herr Henning, let's ask the clerk a question. And I give Daniel like a look. I'll go. And we're gonna try to crowd around a little bit and say now I'll go talk to the late. Or you want me to like, you're, you're gonna go grab the folder. Fair enough. Okay, but, got, yeah. The, so I'll go talk to the young woman then. <laughs> so the young woman is already uh left. We're, crowd, we're crowding with her. Uh, okay. the place uh is uh, the, the mayor is very upset about the records we've been asking for, but there is the sinkhole question. They turn up once in a while. As as the city clerk, perhaps you can tell us. Is there a that, is there any Daniel, pattern? So you, you're basically trying to uh, uh, distract him, and yeah. Daniel, you're trying to step to the folder. Yeah, should I do stealth or like sleight of hand? <laughs> um, whichever is better. Okay. They're actually the same. Or whichever you prefer. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that's an O2, so that's an extreme either one. Okay, so <laughs> you basically crowd him a little bit and the drawer slides open, the folder comes out. I move a paper from on top of the desk back um, in, so it looks like there was nothing. Steve, you're, you're muted if <laughs> you were talking. No, I was just, I was okay. just yammering at the clerk and and I guess you take a quick exit, then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well done, Daniel. I go find a secluded place and look at it and maybe call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you take it back to the hotel or? Yeah, we'll go back to the hotel. Yeah. I guess you're not uh, rummaging through the folder. No, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah, go, I'm going to the my hotel room or like a bathroom. <laughs> We're not all gonna go into the bathroom with no, you. No, no, no. I no. <laughs> no. So you guys just start ordering breakfast because I've go, just go up to our rooms. Yeah. Uh, so you, uh, it's basically a long list of. Um, of names and what kind of, uh, of stalls they have, like um, beer booth uh, and uh, sausages. Uh, and um, the only thing that comes to, um, that, that falls into uh, to your eyes is that the name of the proprietor of the shooting booth has been crossed out and there's the name Hermia written under it, and in uh, in parentheses behind that, there's a, no a note bought the uh, the business from uh, the old owner. How do you spell Hermia? Yeah, it's just says uh, says. The, the original name has been crossed out and it's written Herr Meyer under it. Meyer. Mm -hmm. Oh, Herr Meyer, I see. Yeah. And I think we'll have the break now.
Excellent. Our players included Brian Ridge, David Gasway, Max Duell, Steve Anderson, and myself with Pascal Breitenfeld as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.